0: Well, good, good morning. Um, it's really Saturday afternoon at about 5.20. And um, I'll be quite honest with you, I've never done anything like this before in my life. Uh, so just bear with us. But let me also say good morning, because when you see this, it'll be on Sunday morning around 11 o'clock or so. And, and I hope that a lot of you uh, have tuned in this morning to be blessed by God, not anything that I have to say, but what God has to say. So welcome. It really feels strange not having church uh, here at Midway, uh, but we we will worship in the best way that we we can. So welcome. Thank you for tuning in this morning. Uh, let me give a couple of announcements, if I may. Uh, there will be no WOW services. This week. That is worship on Wednesday, our Wednesday Bible study and prayer time. That will be no uh, worship on Wednesday this Wednesday. And as far as next Sunday goes, I know everybody's uh, already anxious about that to find out uh, if we're going to have Sunday school or worship next Sunday. Uh, please just listen out uh, text message, cell phone calls, um, Facebook, uh, computer, whatever. And just as soon as our session makes that decision, uh, sooner the better, I'm hoping, uh, so you can get uh, the word for next Sunday. So as of right now, just just be on standby for Sunday School and Worship next Sunday. All right, we do have birthdays and anniversaries uh, this week uh, beginning uh, today, Sunday the 22nd of March. Mary Lane, that's one of our missionaries so happy birthday to mary uh my daughter rollins welch on thursday lara newman on friday and robbie duke and at mcintosh on saturday so happy birthday to you folks hope you have a a, a very happy birthday and trust that god blesses you with many more and we certainly don't want to leave out an anniversary holly and jason thompson on saturday so happy birthday and happy anniversary to you now, we will not be singing to you unless Stephanie would like to sing or Brother Irwin would like to sing. Now, if Rick Atkinson were here, Rick would love to lead this. Um, so, um, Rick, if you're listening, um, uh, I, I just want to get a plug in for you there that you'd be more than happy to, to uh, sing happy birthday and anniversary to these folks. Well, let me, let me say this to us. I had an interesting text this week and one that I really appreciated and um, it came from uh, a young lady who attends here. I won't say her name because I did not ask permission, even though she probably wouldn't mind me saying her name. But I will, I will not do that. But she had a great idea. So I didn't come up with this idea myself. Um, so, but, but I do want to share it with the church. I think it's a great idea. Um, it's a great challenge to each of us. Uh, to myself, and I pray that it's a challenge to each of you. And, and, the, and the idea was this, was that each day from now on, beginning today, and through the end of whenever this virus ends, that we take a time out of the day, whether it be breakfast, uh, lunchtime, or dinner, uh, to, to get our families together, if at all possible, and to pray specifically and here how, here's how um, I, I would like for us to pray, uh, using the guidelines that this particular person sent my way. And again, I appreciate so much this person doing this. First, for those who uh, have, the, have the virus, those who have been uh, tested positive for the coronavirus, I want to pray for them. And then for those who have lost loved ones as a result of the virus. And then thirdly, uh, we'd like to pray for our president and vice president as they lead us, um, as they lead this great country and as they make very serious decisions for us. And then uh, moving from uh, a little smaller um, spectrum, if you will, uh, our local leaders, we need to pray for our local leaders who are making uh, decisions on a daily basis in such a difficult time. And then last and certainly not least will be our health care professionals who are, of course, we know, we see it on the news and even locally and abroad, those who are right in the middle of this terrible virus that's going on. So uh, you can go back and write this down if you will, but at some point, whether breakfast, lunch, or dinner, uh, if you would, uh, get together and pray specifically uh, in those areas. Now one of my favorite psalms that I that I like to read and I think it's very applicable to right now. I want to share uh, four verses with us and then we want to spend just a moment in prayer before we get to the message this morning. It's Psalm 46 verses 1 and 2 and then verse verses 10 and 11. It reads this way. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. And then, verse 10 and 11 Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations, I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Let's pray. I want to ask you, uh, those of you who are, are tuning in this morning, if you would just spend just a few moments right now in prayer as I lead us together. Heavenly Father, Lord, we pray for those people who are infected with this virus. Lord, we pray for your will to be done in their lives. We pray, God, that there will be healing, that they will have a full recovery from this, and that you would bless them in the days ahead. Lord, we do pray for those hundreds of people who have lost loved ones as a result of this virus. I pray, God, that you would undergird them. Lord, that you would wrap your loving arms around them and bless them this day and in the days to come, as they have lost loved ones. Heavenly Father, Lord, we pray for our president and our vice president as they lead this great country and as they make very serious decisions. So many people have so many negative things to say about about these two people who are deciding things for the welfare of our country and even our world. But Lord... May we continue to lift them up. Lord God, they need our prayer. They need our support. They need our encouragement. So God, speak to them. And God, our local leaders. And God, there are many of them. And we pray for them. And we thank you for them and their families. Bless them, protect them, continue to use them in a powerful way as they yet make decisions concerning what's ahead with this virus. And Lord, last and certainly not least, our health care professionals, those who are right in the midst of it all, right in the middle, literally some, right in the middle of this terrible disease, this virus. God, protect them. Place your healing and protecting hedge around them. Thank you for the calling on their life, oh God. to minister to people in need. Thank you that they care and that they love other people just like you do. And Father, as we enter into this time of worship this morning, as we look into your word, I pray, O God, that you would speak to our hearts, that you would use these verses of Scripture, that you would use this message to speak to each of our hearts, Lord, to give us encouragement, to reassure us that you are our refuge, that you are our strength, a very present help in trouble. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day and this time you've given us to be together, not necessarily at Midway Church, but in our homes with our families, praying together and worshiping together. And God, we offer this prayer in Christ's name and for His sake, amen. Well, folks, I want to just speak to us just a moment from a couple of verses of Scripture <coughs> Excuse me. that have meant... So much to me over the years, and I think it's so applicable today, in in what we're going through. It's time in our in in our world. It's trying time, and, and I've entitled the message. You don't have a handout, obviously, but <coughs> excuse me. If you want to take some notes, the title of the message would be "Worry Versus Concern." The Book of Philippians, New Testament book written by the Apostle Paul there, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. You can go ahead and turn there with me, if you will, and I'll begin this way with a little story that I read this week about a man uh, that said to his best friend, he said, you sure do look worried. His friend responded, man, I've got so many troubles. If something else goes wrong with me today, I'll have to wait two weeks to get around to worrying about it. (coughs) Now, folks, I know in the day and time in which we live, especially now in the last uh, five to six weeks when this crazy virus uh, began to affect us, that there's a sense of worry. I know it is that there's a sense of concern. But today, I want us to see that we can give our worry to God, and we can change that worry into concern. So let me read these two verses of Scripture to us, and let's move on with the message this morning. The Apostle Paul writes in Philippians chapter 4, 6, and 7 these words, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, With thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And look at verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The Word of the Lord. Heavenly Father, Lord, now as we look at this message, I pray that you would speak to us, that you would show us from these two verses of Scripture in <clears throat> a couple of other passages, God, what it is you want us to leave our homes with this week. As we share the good news of the gospel. As we try to instill in others to change worry to concern. And there is a difference. So, Lord, speak to us now. In your name we pray. Amen. The first four words there of chapter of verse number six. I, I hope that that you will that you will uh, underline those first four words, uh, that you would highlight those, that you would really be in tune to those words because they. As I looked at that this week, and I looked a little closer at it, those are actually a charge to believers, and it says, "Be anxious for nothing." So what's the idea here for us this morning as you sit there in the confines of your home this morning? What, what, what is it that God is trying to say to us when he says, be anxious for nothing? He says this. He says that we're not to worry, that we're not to be anxious, that we're not to fret about a single thing. Now, I know what you're saying, the same thing I said. Well, that's easier said than done. And I think that we'd all have to say that we have been through some times of anxiousness, some types of fretfulness, some types of um, worry in our life. And this old coronavirus has just added fuel to the fire, if you will, I was thinking about some other things other than this virus that may be some examples of worry and anxious and fretting. What about when we lose money or when we lose employment or friendship or loved one or anything that is of value to us? What what about when we we live or work in a divisive or stressful environment, when we're persecuted, ridiculed, threatened, when we face serious illness? or some other major problem well Patty and I were discussing that word worry this week and and I just asked her I said I said when when you think of worry what I mean what comes to your mind and she immediately she said that when when we worry it simply is saying this that that we don't have control over whatever it is that we're worried about that, that, that we can't that we can't fix it if, if, if you will we, we don't have control over the particular situation we, we went on and we talked some more about that and we, we came up with something else too that that none of us she nor I nor any of you seated there at home today have the ability get this we don't have the ability nor the power within ourselves to keep us from worrying Folks, there's only one way that we can keep from being apprehensive or frightened. And let me try to clarify that with an example. Can you remember back when you got the flu shot in 2019? Preparing for the flu. When when that nurse or doctor gave you uh, an injection of medicine with something called The flu shot back in the fall to keep us from getting the flu later on. The same holds true when it comes to worry, to keeping us from being apprehensive or frightened. We must get this. Now, we must be injected with the supernatural power of God. A true born-again believer in the life of a true born-again believer. Several things take place in our lives when we're injected with the supernatural power of God and can I say this to us if you are a believer today you have been injected with the supernatural power of God and several things take place in our lives and I don't want you to get these words if you're if you're taking notes at home there get these words first God will enable us to conquer our fear of uneasiness Folks, you would be telling yourself a story if you said there's no fear of uneasiness in our world today. Now, the, the coronavirus has just added fuel to the fire, if you will. Think of all the evil in our world and all the bad things that, that's going on in our world. But, but when we're injected with the supernatural power of God, and that is the Holy Spirit, God will enable us, enable, keyword, to conquer our fear of uneasiness. Something else. God will empower us to overcome and walk through the trials of life, whatever they may be, no matter how bad or pressing they may be. And thirdly, God will, I like this word, infuse us with peace. God will infuse us with peace. The peace that who can give? That only He can give. The peace that Scripture says passes all understanding in verse 7 which surpasses all understanding the very peace that will carry us through any trial or circumstance that we're going through now let's hit the pause button for a moment not you stephanie let's hit the pause button right here and i want us to think about this when we think about worry and anxiety and being fretful this does not mean just because we have the supernatural power of god's holy spirit of the holy spirit it does not mean that we're not to be concerned about problems in life or that we will not experience and bear some suffering but here's the deal through it all god will give us peace Also, we need to keep in mind that God's peace is different from the world's peace. You say, well, how do you know that, preacher? John 14, 27, Jesus speaking. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You see, God promises to give us peace of heart and peace of peace of mind you say how in the world how in the world does god give us peace of heart and peace of mind in a world like we live in today how in the world preacher what did you I mean you got to tell me how well first by giving us the remedy for this anxiety and worry and that remedy is prayer verse 6 be anxious for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. Paul tells us in 1 Thessalonians five seventeen, pray without ceasing. If you have the NIV, the New International Version, that verse says pray without continually. Now you say what in the world does that mean? That simply means just that we're to literally walk around in a spirit of prayer, in an attitude of prayer. That we're to pray about everything as we go about our daily lives. Can I say this to us as well? We're to pray about every single thing no matter how small or insignificant it may be. You say why is that, preacher? Because I'll tell you why. He's interested in every detail of our life. And because He's interested in every detail of our life, He wants us to acknowledge Him in all we do. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. I want you to think about... Every day that you take a step. Preacher, what are you talking about? I just want you to think with me. Every day that you take a step, that God gives you the ability to put one foot in front of the other. And this is what I want you to see, that God's right there with you. He's right there with you. He's taking that step with you. The peace of God cannot be taken away from us. Never, never, never can it be taken away from us. Because as we walk in prayer and fellowship with God, that's key, prayer and fellowship, as the Scripture says, God is doing this. God is infusing us with His presence, with His peace, no matter what the conflict, no matter what the trial, no matter how Much worse this virus gets. It's through prayer that he gives us the peace to conquer and walk through whatever trial it is. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. So we can have peace of heart and mind because God gives us the remedy, and that remedy is prayer and lastly this morning, God gives us a great promise in our anxiety, in our worry, and that is peace of mind. I don't know about you, but I like to be at peace with situations, with people, with things. So I asked myself this question this week, and I ask you, how, how do you define what it means to be at peace. I, I've jotted down some things. that It means to be assured. It means to be confident. It means to be secure in the love of God. So I ask you, are you secure in the love of God this morning? Are you? You know I think? I thought about that newborn baby that's born. And how that doctor or nurse takes that baby and and puts that baby in, in the arms of his or her mom. And how peaceful that is. What does it mean to be at peace? It means to have a sense, a consciousness, a knowledge, get this, that God will take care of us. And see, Scripture verifies that for us. Let me say two last things here this morning. First God's peace passes all understanding. And the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Listen to Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Paul writes, "Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly Above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Beyond anything we can think or ask or imagine. So God's peace passes all understanding. And secondly, God's peace guards our heart and our mind. That word guard there in this text is a military term uh, meaning to garrison to keep watch and to protect. You see, the peace of God is like an elite soldier who guards and protects God's most precious possession. Now, I want you to get this. Get this, I'm about done. God's most precious possession. You want to know who it is? It's you and it's me. It's his children. So I conclude this way. It is absolutely imperative to remember that it's only when we are in Christ that God keeps us. That God watches over us. That God protects us. God's peace. Get this now. God's peace is ours only if we are in Christ Jesus. Now, let me explain in just a few words what that means. In Christ Jesus simply means this that we have trusted Christ as our Lord and our Savior, that we are covered in the righteousness of Christ, meaning this that, that we have been forgiven, that our sins have been forgiven. And then when we die, we will spend eternity with God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So here's the deal. You want peace with Christ today? You want to be at peace? You don't want to worry? You don't want to be anxious? You don't want to fret? Then we must be in Christ. And see the coronavirus? God's going to take care of that. We say, well, preacher, why in the world is it is God allowing it to kill so many people? Why are so many people infected with this virus? Folks, as I said last week, do you think that God is trying to get our focus more on Him than on other things or on other people? I'm convinced in my heart of hearts that God is once again trying to get our attention Before the rapture of the church takes place. And, folks, that's the next thing on the prophetic calendar the rapture of the church. So, are we in Christ this morning? I hope and I pray that we are. Can I say, I hope you have a good week this week. I pray God's blessings on you. Be safe, Uh, do wise things. Protect yourself. And I look so forward to being back together at Midway EPC, worshiping together. But until now, I pray that you'll tune in each week. I don't know how long it'll be, but that you'll tune in. Worry versus concern. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this time that we've been given together. Lord, it's been a blessing to have stood before you to preach this message. It has been one of encouragement for me, and I pray that it has been encouragement for each one who has viewed this message today, who has heard this, who has taken the time to to get on the computer and and to watch, not me, God, but listen to your word. Lord, as we go through this week, I pray that you would be with us, that you would protect us, that you would give us a good week, God, that you would continue to remind us that as long as we are in Christ, that we are one of your children, God, that you would take away that worry and that you'd replace it with concern. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for all that you do for us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.